Welcome to Just Jive Pod, a podcast where we share a drink, talk about life, and just jive. My name is Jerome. And I'm Jesse. And I think we have a special guest today. Yeah, we got a special guest. Her name is Sheena. Um, I've known her for quite a few years now through work, but um, Sheena, why don't you introduce yourself a little bit? Yeah, hi everyone. <laughs> uh, my name is Sheena. I am 24 years old and I'm a healthcare IT engineer. Uh, so yeah, I'm actually Jerome's coworker. Yeah, we sit wow. really close to each other in the uh, office, so we always chat about all types of things. But specifically today, we're gonna be uh, talking about um, Olympic weightlifting. But first, as always, Jesse, what are we drinking today? So we're gonna go visit again the the brewery that I had recommended uh, initially. It's uh, Boomtown Brewery, and mm. this time um, we're sharing a growler of Grand Cru. Um, it's a Belgian strong ale. It's a nine point three percent. Obviously, it's a no wonder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And obviously, because um, it came in a growler, we don't really have specific ounce measurements. But you know, we just poured ourselves a nice, healthy glass and just yeah, sharing it together. What do you What do you guys think of it so far? Well, for sure, it's a, a strong one. Um, I like it though. It's got a full body. Um, like you said, it, it's it's a little flat now because of it's it's been a few days. But yeah, I like it. Nine percent. Yeah, was not expecting that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it's great, you know. <laughs> and um, for me, it it it's really similar to the the beer I recommended from there, um, Aliso. Um, it's the same style, uh, but it does have a slightly different twist. And it's yeah, it's it's hefty. It's meaty. Um, you enjoy the flavor and it, you don't really realize how much it hits you until you stand up, um, yeah. which is why I like it. Cause we're just going to sit, hang out a bit. We're, not we're done. We're up. done. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're, yeah. we're not going to stand. We're, we're going to be just hanging out for, for a little bit. Yeah, for sure. I like this one. Um, I got it. I think one of these days I'm going to have to go with you to Boomtown cause you talk so much stuff about it that <laughs> I, I got to see if it's true or not. Yeah, definitely. So what are we talking about today? Well, like we said, uh, we're talking about mostly um, Olympic weightlifting. Um, Sheena's been to a bunch of competitions um, in Las Vegas, I think. Um, That's the recent one. Yeah, so uh, lifting as well as just kind of overall fitness and her journey to uh, get there first. Um, So... As usual, a bit of background of our topic, our, our guest. Um, Chino, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, you know, where you go to college and just stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so I was actually born and raised in the Philippines for 13 years. And this is actually my 11th year in the United States. Oh, now nice. residing oh, cool. in Southern California, just working here right after college. And I've just been stuck here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not a bad place to be stuck in, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So you, you go to the Philippines pretty often, right? Uh, pretty much every year. My okay. parents are there. So my dad retired. My mom's a housewife. So yeah, I'm still in contact with pretty much all my friends and uh, neighbors over yeah. there. So, And you're going again, I think, was it end of this year that you're uh, going? In October. October. Yeah, yeah. For my dad's okay. 90th birthday. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So I've known you for what? I think we both started at our previous company at the same time, right? Like yeah, when yeah. I started interning... You started full-time, right? Yep. Uh, yeah, Jerome was still in college back then. Yeah. Like your senior year. Yeah. Yes. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. So I think we were... That was, what is that, four, 2014, was it? Yeah, 2014 was when I graduated. Okay. And then that's when I started, too. So. Ye- okay. So to be honest, ever since I've known her, um, I think you've, like, 
at least been sort of into fitness like since then right yeah yeah Yeah. um i mean like just on and off you know just trying out different things okay for sure um so can you talk us through when did you start getting into fitness um what started it Mm -hmm. yeah um yeah so like on and off in college you know i would go to the arc which is the gym for uci and um i always really got intimidated just going there um there's Basically, three parts, like the courts for like basketball people right. and just for running. And there's one where it's pretty much all the strong people. <laughs> it was really intimidating. I okay. never went there. And uh, there was one that, um, this third section, uh, it was pretty much where all the regular folks went. And mm. um, I felt welcome there. Okay. Um, but to be honest, I felt like all the movements that I did were pretty repetitive. I just had no idea what I was doing. And so um, fast forward 2015 or 14 after graduation. So there was a point in time when I was just like working overtime a lot mm. and I was eating all the free snacks at work. There were a lot of <laughs> yeah. free snacks. So let's oh, just say man. I gained probably like about 15 to 20 pounds. And so right. I, yeah, there was one point when I just look at the scale and I'm like, uh, yeah, I probably need to put this in check. <laughs> So that's when I first started going to CrossFit. I found okay. um, this place called CrossFit Costa Mesa. It was really close to work. So okay. it's a five minute drive. And um, yeah, I started going there. And my first day, I kept falling. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So um, there's a lot of overhead barbell stuff. Ah. I just didn't know what I was doing. You did and overhead stuff for your first day? Yeah. I immediately jumped on like a group class. So. <laughs> That was an interesting first That's day. That's ambitious. Yeah. <laughs> that is definitely different than my first experience in CrossFit. Um, it sounds like it went better for you because I ended up throwing up my first day, oh, <laughs> um, which is, I feel like, pretty typical of a lot of people who freshly get into fitness. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think um, I think your reasoning is, is about the same, too. Like, I, I think both Jerome and I can probably afford to lose a few pounds too um but yeah Yeah. it's exciting because this is the first time we're talking about fitness and health and in our podcast and yeah it's it's great for us to hear um about your journey uh, through that yeah um for me i actually was expecting to be motivated after hearing us (laughs) talk about fitness today so um hint later on in this podcast i'm going to ask you to Give us some encouragement. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. um, And also, did you go to the courts then? Since she mentioned courts is where the basketball players were. Yeah. Yeah. I I was at the uh, basketball courts at the Arc. Um, Okay. Yeah, man. Those are nice courts. I I think I try to go there at least once a week. Um, Hmm. But... Those are those are good times. So you didn't really even know Sheena when she was in that no. working out phase, because um, no, you no. were in the course. She was over at the, I guess, the normal people gym. Yeah, um, and you, neither of you guys really ex- like went into or explored the strong the strong area, right? Yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> so for you, I think I I I don't really know when this happened um, during the time I knew you, but mm-hmm. when did like just trying to be fit, trying to exercise. Uh, go from just being an interest and almost a necessity into like truly a passion of yours yeah so uh one year in crossfit i decided to join this uh adventure uh, adventure travel group um they're actually from australia and we actually had a trip to the philippines so there um i brought my roommate 
her boyfriend. Who also is our coworker. Coworker, right? yeah. <laughs> okay, it's all so, making sense now in my head. Yeah, okay. so we went to the Philippines in Boracay, and um, little did I know, we actually went with someone that's like Instagram famous. Um, and then there was another guy wow. there. His name was Dmitry Klokov. He's actually a Russian uh, Olympic weightlifter. Oh, wow. I didn't know him at the time, so I had no idea. Um, but yeah, he went to the Olympics, competed there, and he Dang. was hosting a seminar in that one-week trip. So uh, from there, I, I, it, was, it was such a lot of fun. Um, we did CrossFit together, and he just taught us the like, fundamentals of Olympic right, weightlifting. Right, right. So he was right. pretty hands-on. Um, wow. Yeah, I was pretty intimidated at first because there was a clip of him going around doing seminars where he accidentally, like, um, I think, slapped someone because he was like teaching him to make sure his chin was up. But, <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, so wow. I was really scared because yeah. he was really hands-on. <laughs> Dang. Okay. That's pretty crazy. Um, so that was a life-changing trip then, huh? It was. And yeah, from there, I signed up for the weightlifting program of our uh, CrossFit gym. Okay. So okay. yeah, we had like a weightlifting room just for the regionals athletes. Gotcha. Um, they were the more intense CrossFitters. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, it just evolved from there. So you mentioned both um, Olymp- like you mentioned both Olympic weightlifting and CrossFit. So mm-hmm. um, do, you, do you distinguish the, the two of them? And what do you do more now? Yeah, so CrossFit is basically a mix of gymnastics, weightlifting, and um, just a lot of like HIIT, like HIT program, which is like high intensity interval uh, mm-hmm. training. Um, and I feel like it's more focused on, um, it depends on the workout, but it's focused on like the number of rep schemes and how much time you can finish like a certain movement. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and the difference between that and Olympic weightlifting is just you're you basically have a program that you follow and there's a lot of rest time in between. So it's just all lifting and Mm, um, accessory mm. work on the side. Okay. Um, And just kind of even like since CrossFit was your, your first way of starting Mm -hmm. into fitness um, just as a, as a throwing out there thing, Mm -hmm. um, you didn't get turned off or intimidated by the necessarily like, I guess, bad reputation of CrossFit that was kind of circling for a while, like the whole like, oh, if you do CrossFit, you're going to get injured or or whatever. Oh, no, no, not at all. So my actual um, coaches, they were very focused on that. You know, injury comes from the repetitiveness and like mm. doing s- stuff from time. Right, right. But during training and uh, they just really focus on your form. Mm, like okay. they really allow you to like take your time um, and just to prevent injuries. That was their main focus, really. Right, because I think um, a lot of what circled around that discussion was like, because CrossFit had boomed in the last, what, I think 10 years or so, especially in the last Mm -hmm. five, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people were getting injured because they might, may have been going to places where the training was not necessarily as focused on like getting the form down, but they were just kind of like almost jumping on the hype wagon, right? Yep, yep. Um, Mm -hmm. Which is, I guess, where a lot of this stigma has come from. But I think in your experience and maybe in mine too, like, you know, our gyms were pretty solid and, and they really like wanted to counteract that movement and say, no, we're, we're not about that life. We're just about, you know, living healthily together, uh, focusing Mm -hmm. on your form and uh, making sure, yeah, that you're not another story that says, oh, I got injured because of CrossFit. Right. Yeah. Yeah, It was overall a good experience. Like they definitely pull you back if they see that you're not doing things right. Right. So I really appreciated that. Like, like from those uh, coaches i'm sure it's like really dependent on the structure too like yeah i've heard yeah. of stories like kind of you're talking like jesse like where they they almost push you to a point where it's not really safe anymore yeah um, 
Mm-hmm. And because they want to encourage you to like do it, do it, do exactly, it, just do it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I heard like maybe in the beginning, maybe you guys can fill in the details, but like the qualifications to be a trainer were very like loose, like kind of not really sure what it actually was. Was there a certification? I'm sure there is. It's more like better now, I'm sure, right? Like, yeah, there are different levels. There's like level one, level two, and it definitely got better over the years. Yeah. yeah. And also, I think um, CrossFit as a, or, as a like a, what, organization, mm-hmm. um, they they were started to crack down on actually like what they call CrossFit affiliates. So in order to be called a CrossFit, you had to like um, have coaches who are affiliated with um, the actual organization. So they had to go through their official certifications, making sure they go through proper trainings, and also are able to teach properly too. So that, I think, has become a bigger focus lately, mm-hmm. um, becoming, one, a CrossFit affiliate gym, but also, two, like being certified at different levels. Um, yep. So that's a good thing then. It's like it's becoming more yeah. official, official yeah. instead of just some dudes jumping around in a gym. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you know, uh, the the clear sign is if you go into a gym and they're known for CrossFit, like they should have their stuff posted, like right, their certifications right, right. posted, their affiliate like thing posted. If it's not, that might be a red flag to you. A little you. shady. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so you focus now more, Sheena, you focus now more on uh, Olympic lifting, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what are your, what, what lifts do you focus on? Uh, I focus on the snatch. That's okay. one lift and clean and jerk. That's composed of two movements, which is like the clean itself and then the jerk. <laughs> okay. So you, so those are the two movements that you like Com- actively like work on, but also, yeah, like you said, compete for. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what is your PR right now for each of those? Uh, so we actually like um, count our weights in kilos. Oh, okay. So snatch is 75 kilos, which is 165 pounds. And my clean and jerk, well, this is a training personal record, is 93 pounds kilos which is over 200 pounds that is that's (laughs) awesome so um you know this is usually um it's disrespectful to ask a woman about her weight but um Mm -hmm. you know i'm asking because it's in in relation to the lift so how much do you weigh right now yep uh so i in training i currently weigh 66 kilos so that's about like 140 pounds okay 143 so um the reason i ask is um when you're like looking at these measures another another comparison is to your body weight mm-hmm. um so both of them are clearly over your body weight yep. um with your snatch being like what maybe like 1.2 1.3 of your body weight kind of getting close to that range getting close yes. and then um, the clean and jerk being like what 1.5 right yeah i think so oh, that's, man. That's, <laughs> so if you if for those of you listening like for you to better picture it um she's moving um so We'll we'll kind of go into the movements a little bit so you can understand. But um, she's moving weight that's more than her own body weight, which is already pretty impressive. Um, but doing it in a way where it's like like demonstrating like total body fitness. So can you um, break down each of those movements for us? Um, what what does it entail? Why is it um, in the Olympic category? Yeah, tell us more about that. Yep. So uh, snatch. Uh, that's the first movement. That's basically you have a barbell and you have a wide grip on the barbell, and then you basically lift that to your hip. And then you drive with your legs and turn that over to an overhead position until you go on your full overhead squat. Hmm. Uh, Whereas the clean and jerk, you start off in a deadlift position. You pull that all the way to your hip. Use your legs again to drive upwards. And then, you know, you will pull the bar upwards to where you get to your front squat position. You stand that up, drive to your, basically you dip to your um, quarter squat position. And then you drive it up 
to your jerk position oh, where man. one foot is like forward and the other foot is backwards yeah. okay I- i've seen those videos that you posted yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow yeah. um so you know if if you have your hard time picturing it um make sure you look it up on youtube there's plenty of people that are doing it yep um, I don't know if you have a YouTube to look She's up. She's got an Instagram, no, right? I, yeah, I have oh, an Instagram okay. of all my training clips. Yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get back we'll, to it. Uh, <laughs> have a plug at the end with your handle and and then you can yeah see some of those yeah, movements and what she's uh, describing. Yep. But it's it sounds like these are like at least from my own experience and understanding also, um, these are the most complex uh, movements in uh, weightlifting mm-hmm. um, because they demand so much of your body. Um, but both of them, uh, the, the whole goal, it sounds like, is to lift um, a heavy weight overhead in like proper form, but also like in a like strong way, right? Like you're, yep. mm-hmm. you're demonstrating that you can do this like, you know, I guess it's, it's to talk about, back to CrossFit, it's to talk about like functional fitness, like in the case of an emergency, like you can actually like help pick something up like heavy in, in case like you know you get out of a burning building or something. I don't know, but um, but that's also kind of the purpose of this too. Yeah. But not just to demonstrate athleticism, but mm-hmm. it's it's purposeful, right? Yeah. Like if you have a heavy box at work, you can put it on a, a counter or something, right? Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much yeah what we do, right? Yeah. <laughs> we sometimes get like random deliveries for our office, and like the boss is like, "All right, Chino, we need you." <laughs> <laughs> See, so it. it practical functional ap- applicable like yeah. fitness yep. mm-hmm. um so why did you pr- decide to pursue olympic um, weightlifting as like focusing on those two movements as opposed to continuing with like general crossfit or other kinds of weightlifting uh yeah. areas um so yeah um after that trip to the philippines so i actually signed up for the just the weightlifting portion of the crossfit so on top of the crossfit class afterwards um i would have probably like two to three hours of just weightlifting training and unfortunately, because, you know, um, the CrossFit was a CrossFit gym, um, our coaches were more focused on the classes rather than the individualized weightlifting program. So um, after a year of that, um, that's when I actually started looking for just weightlifting focused gyms. And I found my current gym, which is SoCal Weightlifting. And I love that place, okay. nice. by the way. <laughs> Uh, I started pursuing that, and at first, I was just super intimidated by the owner and um, his soon-to-be fiancé back then. Um, But um, when I first did, like, the first session, I immediately, like, PR'd, like, one of my snatches. Wow. And he's like, I, and my coach was like, oh, I think you have potential. You should start, like, doing this sign um, like, onboarding program, and then we'll put you in the actual class program. Right. So you were already interested in weightlifting and then that kind of like tipped you over the edge, like taking yeah. the class and then pursuing that. Like you just wanted to do it. Yeah. And um, I mean, I received comments when back in CrossFit where, oh, um, I think your snatches are getting better. I could see you being an Olympic weightlifter. Oh, wow. Okay. So I'm like, oh, I was always curious about that. And then on top of like meeting Klokov and I started looking yeah. him up on YouTube and I'm like, wait, I you're can like, try this. <laughs> like, I want to do that too. Yeah, I want to do that. That's awesome. That's cool. Um, so when did you decide, at, at what point in your um, like weightlifting career did you decide, I'm, I think I'm ready or I want to at least try to do competitions? Yeah, so uh, three months in, um, that new weightlifting gym, I, I didn't know anyone. I wasn't close with anyone. And um, they had a meet in San Diego with a lot of the my strong teammates. So I decided to just drive down there for the weekend. I didn't know anyone really, but um, I just wanted to see how it was like, how it was like competing. And I saw them, like, I could tell that they were just oozing adrenaline. And <laughs> I was just inspired. And I, I, I felt that energy from them and the community in general that I want to try, try it out, 
you know, like my coach was encouraging me to join from day one. And it kind of um, gave me a goal like to pursue, at least for like, first, you know, the first part of like, like weightlifting, you know? Yeah. Do you feel like just being in the gym culture itself? Like, if it weren't for them, it would be harder to want to continue to do that? Or Yeah, you know what? Um, there's a lot of remote coaching now for weightlifting, but it's still oh, different. Really? Yeah, it's still different huh. having people around yeah, you. Yeah. yeah, it's something that's growing in um, yeah. the weightlifting world. Like, every time I see her Instagram post, it's like, there's people cheering in the back. Yeah, It's like yeah. so different than like, okay, I'm going into like LA Fitness or 24, and I'm going to do this, and... Uh, yeah, yeah like that's it like, like yeah. you're on your own yeah yeah that was like one of the main reasons i switched over too i just right. didn't like that vibe in like a regular gym where mm. um you could see a lot of people were doing um like movements incorrectly and hmm. you're also being like repetitive like you don't know what to do next right. you just didn't have a general outline of what you were gonna do for the day right so what um talking about more about the competition side yep. um, what does it what does it take for you to prep for it like um, you know, you're obviously like building up f- to hit your maximum potential like mm-hmm. at, for every competition. But um, leading up to a competition, are there certain things you need to like do more carefully, or or do you like live a lifestyle of competition? Yeah. Um. Well, as far as the programming goes, it's always it's always like a cycle. You begin from zero to like you build to uh, to the top. Um. So we always like have a progression from like lighter weights to heavier weights. So that's always a focus for every. Um, each of these cycles and um, as far as preparation goes um, I always train up two kilos above my weight class so my weight class is actually 64 kilos so um, I try to train at 66 kilos in weight to just like get stronger and then um, right before competition time I do a water cut for like a few days yeah (laughs) I'd be at my desk and she just looks so tired I'm like hey are you okay she's like I haven't drank water. I'm like, oh, oh, for your competition. competition. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, the water cut is actually two gallons of water for a, a couple of days. You cut down to a, a gallon, and then you cut down to one day without water at all, and you lose a lot of weight from huh, that. Really? Water yeah. weight. Yeah, a lot of water weight. Yeah. Mm. It's like um, like putting a lot. Of, I don't know. Like, there's a term for it, but like hyperhydration. I don't know. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't know the <laughs> term, but I, I know that's a pretty common thing to do in competitions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, other yeah, athletes have mentioned that too. Like the whole immediate cut right before you go into competition, the, the water weight cut. Mm-hmm. And on top of the, all the physical preparations, there's always also that mental uh, preparation. Because right. like when you're trying to hit PRs during training and you, you're not making your percentages, you just get frustrated. And mm, I've seen sure, people sure, get sure. super emotional over it. But I think for me, it's just because I enjoy the sport so much yeah. that I just don't focus on that. I laugh at my failures. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so you, and you I take think, your failures with a little bit of grace. Yeah, and uh, I think my coach has picked up on that, so he's not really that worried. <laughs> that's, oh, good. that's good. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah so... Um, now t- talking about the competition itself, mm-hmm. what is that like? I mean, you're you're entering as a at- like competitive athlete, but you're not necessarily competing against other people per se. Mm-hmm. I mean, you 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 are you know in, in your weight class or whatever, but a lot of it is competing against yourself, right? So, can you tell Correct. us a little bit about about what the actual competition is like? Like, who you know, are you psyching yourself out? Like, yeah, tell sure. Get us into the mind of Sheena in a competition. I'll give you a full background. So. The day of, um, you basically have two hours before the competition to weigh in. Mm. 
So that's when you're <laughs> you didn't have water or food. <laughs> and once you make your weight, you eat, you get your uh, Pedialyte <laughs> and oh, all the water. Um, and yeah, you basically just chill for two hours before competition time. And then you get introduced and uh, there are basically three judges judging you from like the right side, the center judge and the left. Um, so they they look for any like bad form and they call you out on it. Hmm. Um, but really for competition in the background when you're like warming up um, as an athlete, basically you put all the onus on your coach. Like you're you're not going to think about anything basically because you have so much adrenaline just because of nervousness for that day right, that right, um, you don't even right. think about the weight. They just put it on the bar for you while you're warming up, really. Mm. Oh, that's actually kind of nice. Like, you, yeah. it's more focused. You're not like, you don't have other stuff to worry about. You're like, just let me get to it and do it. Yeah, just give me my pre-workout. I'll sit there and then they'll just put the weight on the bar and then they'll ask me, do you need anything? Do you need water? Do you need a blanket? Because it gets cold in like, yeah. uh, mm. it, well, Certain, in the Vegas, yeah. like in the, the convention center but they just spoil you so much yeah that's the star athlete i know yeah. that's pretty cool it feels great <laughs> <laughs> oh sure wow but yeah. yeah there's not a lot of thinking involved you just lift weights <laughs> yeah. yeah um have you had any personal like like greatest moments or greatest feelings of accomplishment um going to these competi- competitions oh man it's definitely the latest competition that i did it mm, was okay. uh, just a couple weeks ago actually it was in las vegas it was for um university and under 25 year old uh, championships oh wow okay um so yeah so i i basically hit the same uh the the weight that i talked about like the 165 kilo um i mean 165 pounds snatch. <laughs> i was like what, <laughs> what? <laughs> what and the 200 pound clean and jerk and honestly like i didn't even know how to react while on stage like people usually have like before they before they even lift they like slap their thighs before yeah, they go yeah. on but i'm like emotionless <laughs> <laughs> but afterwards like I, I looking back at the videos man that that was a great feeling like, like you didn't you didn't really see the audience at all because there's like a bright light shining at you like right, it's like you're right. on stage but i don't know there was so much adrenaline i just didn't feel like sore or anything mm, but wow. a few hours later I felt ah. all of that. <laughs> You're like, and I hurt. Yeah, I um, hurt. <laughs> well, yeah. So, I mean, you know, you're tuning out the audience, one, because you can't see them, but also yeah. um, because they don't necessarily know your journey in this, right? They don't know um, what it took for you to get to this point. They don't know, mm-hmm. like, how, you know, what your pr- previous PRs were or anything like that. Yeah. Um, you're just up there to compete and show, like, your, yeah, you're just up there to, to compete. Mm-hmm. Um, so they might not know the weight of, like, I, I guess both figurative, figuratively and literally, mm-hmm. um, that's that you're trying to move. It's, it's like a lot of it is like your own like self, right? You're, yep. you're like, I know like this is like more than I've lifted before or like I was unsuccessful in lifting this before. Mm-hmm. Um, but time to give it a shot. And when you're done, you're like, I did it. Like, what the heck? Yeah, what's even awesome is that you get to share the stage with the actual Olympians. Wow. Yeah. Now that's amazing. Yeah. Like you that's just fangirl. Really cool. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was a great experience. And there's just a lot of people from different parts of the country that compete. Mm. And um, that actual recent competition, there was one from Chile, because mm. it's also like a trial for uh, Pan Americans, uh, which is an international competition. Cool. And this guy just moved so fast. It was scary, but at the same time, amazing. Mm. <laughs> Wow. Wow. 
So when is the next competition? Yeah, my next competition is actually on July 27th weekend, that weekend. Okay. And it's going to be in um, New Mexico. New so, Mexico? Wow. Yeah, Albuquerque. Shoot. Getting that's, to travel to all these cool I places. Know. See, yeah, that's that's the great part about like uh, you know getting better at it. You get to travel places yeah. and compete. Yeah, that's actually pretty close. Actually, that's like in two three months, right? Yeah, it's coming up. <laughs> is that enough time? Like for you, what's is that a pretty short amount of time to get ready, or is um, that pretty okay? No, actually, I think I have twenty weeks okay. to. Um, yeah, right after my last competition, um, we have these um, meetings with our coaches. Like, what's your right, next goal? Right. What are the numbers you're trying to hit? What What are your problems right now that you want to fix? So we plan that out like ahead of time. So mm-hmm. we have like 20 weeks to prepare. Okay. So I'm currently on week two. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> then I'm, I'm I'm anticipating seeing you sore as well as hungry or whatever it might be in the next couple of months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sore. <laughs> Or every day <laughs> yeah so kind of changing gears a little bit more towards the motivation the, the mm-hmm. fitness goals type of um discussion um yep. you know you, you do a lot of different competitions um throughout the year but um how often do your fitness goals change um and um I, and again i don't even know if that's a real question for you but mm-hmm. like how often are your um is your regimen changing? Um, is there a goal in mind? Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a goal right now? Yeah, before like Olympic weightlifting, my goal was always focused on aesthetics and then mm, maintaining a certain right. weight. And right. honestly, that completely shifted. It's more about just feeling stronger, um, getting more disciplined in terms of eating and just like habits outside of the gym, actually. So I, I'm more cognizant about like how, how much hours I sleep for a day. So how wow. many hours I sleep. And um, yeah, just... Um, my goal is just to enjoy the sport, really, mm. and um, of course get stronger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, uh, yeah, no more aesthetics. Just I don't know. Just enjoy my time, like at the gym. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's rare for, especially when it's a repetitive thing, right? Mm-hmm. To make joy such a big part of it, and I don't know. Like every time I talk to Sheena at work, I'm like, hey, so what'd you do yesterday? She's like, yeah, I like. That's I, all like, I do. Basically, destroyed my body to like. <laughs> yeah. I'm like. So you had fun? It was great. Yeah. It has become an outlet for, you know, like stressful days. Right, right. So it's kind of like, you know, listening to music. That, But weightlifting is like that for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Um, so for you, you've gone through a whole journey of fitness from just wanting to lose a little weight or, you know, feel a little yep. bit more fit all the way to now. It's like, I, I want to be the best, right? Mm-hmm. Um, whether some one of the listeners or, or, or me or Jesse for that matter, like yeah, whether definitely. we're on one end of the spectrum or the other, um, what words of encouragement do you have for people to over, to just be more fit and to um, mm-hmm. pursue fitness? Um, to be honest, like don't focus on the aesthetics really. Um, mm. I mean, uh, you're, we're all going to get old <laughs> and saggy one day. Mm. And uh, as far as like looking at the scale, really, it doesn't matter because if you look at your body composition, it just depends on that. Mm. So mm. the more muscle you have, the heavier you get. Yeah, and that's true. Yeah, yeah, I've I've gained more muscle, but I still fit my jeans. So mm. it's just, um, yeah, just don't focus on that stuff. Focus more on feeling great, like feeling better about yourself. Um, where you know I have a power belly from last weekend. I exercised and now it's gone. So wow. that that feels great, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. 
And uh, usually the hardest part of like fitness is just getting started, going to the gym. Mm. Right. But once you get out of there, you feel so much better. Cool. Wow. Well, I mean, fitness for me is definitely something that has been so inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we in previous uh, episodes, like we talk about basketball, we mm-hmm. talk about you know the things that I do enjoy, but yep. um, I think. It's that idea of discipline, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to go to a gym just because. Oh man, well my stomach feels a little big today. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. just be more like, you know, go out there. Mm-hmm. I think Jesse framed it pretty, pretty well. It's like go beat yourself, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. go against yourself. Like, um, and I think weightlifting is really, I think, just, just a great, um, just kind of encapsulates that like yeah. really well yeah right? and honestly for fitness you don't have to do it every day it can be just like a simple 30 minute you know like just right, get your heart right. pump, like heart pumping you know yeah so yeah. yeah anything that will just get you moving yeah yeah and the and the journey for being or pursuing like healthiness and fitness mm-hmm. uh, which is something i'm trying to tell myself too is yeah a big journey of like you making the choice and walking into a gym and choosing healthier foods. And it's like a lot of it is, it is up to you, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, other people couldn't tell you all the right things. We can tell you all the right things. Sheena can tell you all the right things, but ultimately it comes down to you deciding, right? Right. Yeah. Right. And I mean, if you can't do it by yourself, get yourself a partner. That yeah. will, yeah, you hold you accountable. I have a partner. Well, we don't train together anymore, but she always asks me, are you going today to the gym? Are right. you going? Right. Accountability is important. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. So you've talked about the, the the background of everything, but I'm sure the listeners are like, I want to see this this person like lift mm-hmm. some heavy weights. <gasps> um, do you have any plugs? Do you have any... What, what's your Instagram handle so people can follow you? Um, anything? <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, so I can be seen in two pages usually. Okay. There's... SoCal WLC, which is the SoCal Weightlifting Club. And okay. my personal training Instagram account now is um, Ashley underscore Sheena underscore Rose underscore. <laughs> so many okay. underscores. We'll, we'll post it in the yep. uh, in our social media. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll, you'll see it in the link. Yeah, and I, I'll, I'll probably ask you if we can post one of your videos on our Instagram account, if that's okay. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We'll get yeah. The, the best one. Yeah, the, oh, yeah. the one where it's like, oh, and then there's like a... Like a big cheer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we want we want that one. Um, cool. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much, Hina. I think it I, now makes sense why you come in and just feel tired, but then still so happy about what you're doing, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for having me, guys. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, um, and it was great. Like again, talking about this 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 area that we haven't explored yet. Yeah. And I hope I I feel I feel a little encouraged. Do you feel a little like pushed to? I do. I do. I think when Sheena was talking about like the reasoning why she started doing Olympic weightlifting and continued to do like competitions, and a lot of that had to do with a community that backed her up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I was just talking to one of my friends about you know basketball or or, uh, fitness, and he was just encouraging me, like, yeah, you know, like we need to attack it as a as a team you know yeah definitely the community has a lot of um like a lot to do with it yeah you know, for for my specific like club we have kids from like ages 10 to masters wow. who are wow. in theirs actually the oldest one is 65 Shit, and he's awesome he's wow. actually in utah right now i think he got a medal because wow. masters nationals so yeah it's just the general community they're all pretty i don't they have different backgrounds mm-hmm. but we all come together and just enjoy the sport yeah. so 
So this week, the wreck of the week is kind of related. It's restaurants, what you eat, what you put inside your body is very related to fitness, um, just overall yeah. health. So and it's delicious. Yeah, I mean, we love talking about food. Um, I guess Sheena, um, do you have a wreck of the week? Well, my recommendation isn't exactly the healthiest. That's true. <laughs> but, um, I highly recommend Pitfire Artisan Pizza. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, they have a lot of vegetarian um, friendly options, but overall, their selections are so good and so yeah. unique. Mm. Yeah. What's your favorite? Um, what pizza do you like from there? The oh most. man, um, it's called the burrata. It actually has hazelnuts, a lot of arugula, and you can put fresh mozzarella in it. Very artisan, and yeah. it sounds pretty healthy. It sounds <laughs> healthy. Yeah, we uh, just a little background. Like Sheena, I was asking Sheena during work, like, "Hey, what do you do? You have a restaurant rec um, for this coming week?" And she's like, "She said that place," and I was like, "You know what I'm feeling right now? I think I'm feeling pizza." And we ended up ordering it. <laughs> My pizza was just like super unhealthy with pepperoni and like it, it was not as green as hers, but um, it was good. It was really good. Um, how about you, Jesse? So I was thinking about a restaurant, but um, for me, I'm actually not going to recommend a restaurant this this time around. I'm going to recommend um, the thing I have been eating, which is Freshly. Um, it's a meal delivery service um, that I've been using for a little while now and um, kind of along the same lines of health and fitness. Um, it's healthy meals, um, low calorie. They're they're super tasty, um, and you know it saves me the time of prepping. Um, and it honestly is just a good way for me to spend overall less money, but also eat healthier and feel better about what I'm eating. So freshly, it's it, I recommend it a lot. And this episode is brought to you by. <laughs> I know, right? I, um, hey, if they cool. want to sponsor us, yeah. I, you know, I'll advocate for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, we got a little plug there. Um, for me, I'm gonna go with uh, Gen Sushi in downtown LA, uh, little Tokyo. Um, it's it's pretty good, I gotta say, in terms of just a sushi lunch. Um, it's like 15 bucks for for me um, enough sashimi to make me like sick of it wow um and it's not like all you can eat style where it's just like a, a sashimi on a fat piece of yeah. rice it's a it's a platter um and man it's just really good and of course if you want to walk off the way you can walk around little tokyo arts district and just i mean i think we all love downtown la just yeah who doesn't right yeah 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 um but just a just a warning is that uh, make sure you go like during very not popular times. <laughs> like me and my wife had to go. I think like f- we took a Friday off. We went at like eleven, and we still ended up waiting for an hour. So Dang, basically, um, plan accordingly. But it's really good um, and pretty popular. It pretty seems. popular, yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks again for tuning in to um, to our podcast this week, and again welcoming our our second guest of the show. Um, Again, I think both Jerome and I really enjoyed um, having the session, talking about health and fitness and the competition side. Um, it's just a totally different area that we personally don't have too much experience with, yeah, um, yeah. not really at all. And just it's great for us to hear about that from you. So thanks for coming along, Sheena. Yep. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, for those of you just tuning in or this is your first time, um, you can follow us on our Instagram or on Twitter. Um, our our handle is at Just Jive Pod. That's at Just Jive Pod. 
you know, we'll, you if you're already a listener, you're probably already following us or, or seeing our posts. Um, but we'll we'll do some posts throughout the week. Um, if you want to give us some feedback too, maybe you want to share a top, like tell us about a topic that you're really passionate about, and maybe you want us to ramble on a little bit about, um, or even find a guest about. You can uh, email us at justdrivepod at gmail dot com. Again, you can email us at justdrivepod at gmail dot com. Yeah, and we'll definitely share Sheena's uh, Instagram and her uh, her plugs, and we'll get that video out there to show the rest of the um, rest of the listeners. Right? Yeah. Well, that about wraps up our session. We'll see you next time. See ya. Bye bye.